Have you ever uh, driven someone who was drunk before? Um, uh, just when. Just when, once? When I just started drive Ubers, I remember just a couple people, but not really big trouble. Were they drunk in the daytime or nighttime? At uh, nighttime, actually. Oh. Yeah, after the nightclub. <laughs> I can imagine sometimes you got folks yeah. who, uh, after those bottomless mimosas on a, on a Sunday morning, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes oh, those yeah. people are a little, yeah. little woozy. Because actually after, after like 2 o'clock in the morning, that's uh, a lot of people, a lot of drunk people. So mm. I try to be at home at least at 1 o'clock in the morning when I get up. Oh, I got weekend, you. Yeah, so uh, I don't like too much. So do you uh, do you have a set schedule that you try to follow when you uh, drive Uber? No. Specific times, specific days, no, maybe? I do not. I, actually, I try to drive about six hours, and then uh, if I feel tired, I go back home. Oh, got you, got you. Might go home for a nap or something, huh? Yeah, I, I always start at like six o'clock. Like, like today, I came out earlier because I need to go home uh, later, and then I'm going to come out again, you know. So maybe when I come out again later, I will drive until maybe 12 o'clock. Oh, I got you. How long are your shifts usually? Uh, No more than eight hours. Mm. Yeah. Do they ever give you overtime? Today? Do do they? Does Uber give uh, their drivers overtime? Uh, No, no. Uh, Actually, uh, because I have uh, my regular job, so that's why I'm a little tired, so I cannot give longer. Mm. Oh, you have another job? Yeah, my, my regular job during the week. What's your other job? It's a, 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 I'm a cook in a catering. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. What do you like most about it? Uh, I like to cook. You uh, like cooking? Yeah. What but, are some of your favorite things to cook? It is. But what are some of them? What What do you like most? Seafood, pasta. What Like what are What What are your specialties? Mm. I like everything, but actually oh. now I'm working in uh, a, like American and Italian kitchen. Mm-hmm. You know, so we mix all the food. So, but it's make pastas is really easy and fast. So that's good. That's what I mean. Really easy and fast. Yeah, it's easy because not really hard. I think it's easy to cook. Yeah. Yeah. So. How long have you been cooking? Ever well, since you little kid? Uh, in this job, I'm, I've been two years. Oh, I got yeah, you. Okay, so you're kind of brand new to it. Mm-hmm. And I used to work in a Chinese food that's uh, uh, still easy for me. <laughs> yeah, it's easy. Cause, uh, but I was working there like 10 years. Oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah. So, so you got your training there and then mm-hmm. you splashed uh, Actually, the Chinese food and this, what I'm doing now, is very different. Oh. Yeah, I had to learn everything. Oh, wow. <laughs> Many, wow. many different things. Now, all, do all of your friends and family want you to cook uh, uh, Italian dishes for them? Mm, actually, no. I'm, I'm alone right now. So, uh, but uh, I don't really cook at home my my recipes that I cook at work, you know? Oh, I got you. Yeah, I don't know why, but I, I only, I'm from uh, El Salvador and I only cook Salvadorian food. <laughs> oh, I got you. Okay, yeah, so yeah. either El Salvadorian or... Uh, what Italian food at the place where you're working? Yeah. Right? So uh, it's it, actually it's good. And, and when I go out to eat to any restaurant, I, I choose the uh, Mexican. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. So you like Mexican food the most out here so far? Yeah, actually. That's great. Mm-hmm. Do you ever do you ever try to do a, a fusion like they call it? Um, oh yeah, you can turn left here. Uh, like blending El Salvadorian food with uh, Italian? That might be interesting. Actually, no, but maybe I have to try to do something like that. Yeah, it might yeah. be cool. You mm-hmm. know, you take the best of your Salvadorian food and then the best of the Italian and and you Frankenstein it together. That That's would be pretty right. cool. Yeah, actually. I've never heard of that before. Mm-hmm. It might be pretty cool. Like stuffed shells, but, you know, stuffed shells, but with El Salvadorian uh, insides. Yeah, that yeah. might be cool. That's true. Oh, yeah, here we are, Screenland. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a good idea. Movie stars. Um, oh yeah, by the way, if you like um, live music, if you like bands, I'm in this band called Yachtly Crew. Oh. We're playing tonight at the Viper Room, actually. But we're, we play all over town. Okay. So you can check out any of our videos. We, it's all love songs. It's all uh, soft rock, like like uh, Michael McDonald, right. and Steely Dan, all that kind of stuff. Christopher uh, Cross. Are you here? 
Yeah, I'm this guy right there. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, I'm going to grab my uh, suit out of here. Okay. And uh, it was a pleasure meeting you, man. Good Thank luck you, to man. you and your, uh, your cooking. Thank you. Your cooking journeys. Thank you. All right, man. Take care. So there we go. We met a cook. Cook Uber. I'm calling the Inspirato Brojecto Radio something or other. Yeah, I got problems with Anchor. Uh, my problem with Anchor is I try to talk to my Anchor uh, and, and nothing happens. I don't know how you get a podcast out of your Anchor. It's just, it's just, it's just not working for me. Uh, how do you do it? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how you do it. Yo ho! My brain cable just ain't what it used to. All right, we're gonna we're gonna talk to Polly Shores right now. I think this is a miraculous update. Polly, can you please? Can you please let everybody know what what uh, what what sentiments you just expressed to me concerning? I'm grounded, ladies and gentlemen. I've, I've, I've landed. The the Pauly Shores has landed. Both feet on the ground. Heels. No longer arches, any boots. Balls of my feet. How do what what? Okay, so Feeling tell me the about effect of gravity. Are you are you able to uh, stretch like bend and your 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 ankles and? All the little joints and everything where it all connects, everything's going good? Well, it feels like someone took a baseball bat to my ankle. Oh, so you but still I'm do some, still, some still, pain in there. No pain, just totally like a swollen. Oh, but I can oh, still, oh. look at this, look at me, watch this. I don't know if you people in Radio Land can experience this, but here I'm walking right now, I'm going to carry yeah, the microphone with, with me. Okay, so I try to hide it with my gangster limp, my gangster lean, but it's really, una- it's really... It's unavoidable. Like this you can is tell, Bobby you can tell. Inspirado projecto. Inspirado projecto, taking a stroll. So I got a little bit of a limp, but I hide it. When I'm at the club, it's easy because I just look like I'm drunk or I'm uh, got a gangsta lean going on. I've got a hip hop roll in the club. Uh, it's the first time I've walked across stage of the Viper Room since I broke my foot seven months ago. Uh, this was the very place that Yachtly Crew set shore or docked. Docked aboard for a night. The first night I was not able to play because I had broke my foot. Oh, Remember the yeah. night before the uh, Viper Room? Oh, yeah. Uh, March 2nd. Oh, we had dude. played at the Uncanny Rose in Pasadena oh, on yes. March 1st. Oh, and that's when Christian drove me to the Simi Valley Hospital. Oh, boy. And oh, I learned boy. the word oh, calcaneus. Oh, boy. Yes. Calcaneus. So March 2nd was the first show where I did not play with Yachtly oh, Crew. Oh, good God. Oh and uh, now I'm here seven months later, and I'm walking, ladies okay, and gentlemen, can anyone, uh, uh, around uh, the club. I'm walking on stage. Bowie from Baba Bowie. Yachtly Crew, and you're listening to Inspirado, Inspirado Projecto. Yes. Now, can anyone expect uh, to see you climbing up on the uh, on the bar uh, top today? I've already made my rounds, and I think the the craziest I'm going to get is uh, climbing up on the boots and teabagging some poor unexpected uh, fan of Yachtly Crew. That's you know, it's those unexpected moments uh, during the shows that just make it all all the worth it, all the more worth it. Uh, it's always worth it to me, Stony Shores, especially yeah. when I get to be on Inspirado Projecto. This is, in fact, the official podcast of the Yatley Crew Dream Cruise now, isn't it? Uh, yes, the Yatley Crew Dream Cruise, bringing hearts and minds together through music that we all can sing the songs to at the, at the top of our lungs oh, yeah. with the most uh, reminiscing and, and life's like most memorable moments being relived through this incredible time travel machine that is known as Yachtly Crew. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I very frequently feel like, what's his name, the kid in uh, Almost Famous. Like, I get to hang out with the... All the cool dudes and uh, and document your uh, your lives in this uh, in this comet, um, like Haley's comet. Absolutely. Um, but instead, it's uh, the Yachtley's comet. Yachtley's comet. Yeah, the crew. The the comet. The crew's comet. The crew comet. The crew comet. Yeah, the crew comet where we have uh, where we have um, 
what do they call them? Uh, cruise, cruise. What are the Yali Crew fans called? Cruises. Oh, sometimes Cru- we uh, call them uh, croupies, croupies. And then my buddy yeah. came up with another term called the Yahtzees. From Yachtly Crew, and you're listening to Inspirado Projecto. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, it never ends. The, the, the magic just keeps rocking and rolling. I'm going to interview these guys. Uh, oh, we're going to, we're, we're going to, I think soon. We should be having it soon. We should be having it soon. You know what I thought when he said it's a breathalyzer. I thought it's a breathalyzer. Oh, oh. It looked like it. You're actually on my podcast right now. You're on my podcast. Look at that. All right. Yeah. So tell me about your cosmic eye band. First of all, first of all, give everyone what your. Do you use an alias or do you re- use your real name for your band? No, I use my real name, but it's like. Uh, but the band's name is Cosmic Eye. Cosmic Eye. How many people are in the band? We are a three piece. Oh, three piece. Three piece. I'm on guitar and vocals. And then there's the bass player and the drummer. How long have you been in the band? Um, we are now actually a year together, but I wrote all the songs, and so it works a little different than in other bands. It's, it was like I composed everything, and yeah. What are what are your main inspirations behind this project? Main inspiration, um, I would say like. Punk rock, Nirvana, I really like the 90s scene. Um, also, well, heavy metal, it's like, I love Iron Maiden. You know, it's a very mixed. How did you come up with that cool name, Cosmic Eye? Cosmic Eye? Well, uh, Cosmic Eye is... Um, it's also called the third eye. It's uh, yes. it's called uh, the third eye when you can open it with meditation. So transcendental. It's uh, it's all it's a combination of that. What um, do do you put some of these theories and ideas into the music that you're creating? Yes, um, there are many themes that are connected with that. Yeah, I would say yeah. But not only, but it is a part of it. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Does a lot of your uh, uh, stage um, uh, presentation, the, the production design, or um, maybe your album art, does it reflect that 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 cosmic uh, idea? <laughs> Can you say it again? Your logo. Your does your so does your does your um, your production design, the stage design, what you're wearing, maybe um, maybe the. Uh, what you have on the albums, do they reflect the idea of the cosmic eye? Yeah, they do, yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. All, it's all about transcendental and about the cosmos. Oh, that's great. Yeah. You know, it's interesting when you really dig into, like, people like Andy Kaufman, uh, David Lynch, you know, a lot, of, a lot of these people who seem far out there are really big time into transcendental meditation, and it makes so much sense as to why their art forms... Um, work on the levels that they do. Do you find that when you meditate, you get a lot of your ideas and stuff uh, for for the Cosmic Eye project? Yeah, it's when you meditate, like um, you open like the higher channels, and then you get more ideas, and you you kind of channel things. And it's also what the band, the doors. What it means, it's the doors of perception. It's like you open the perception, you know. So you have a awakened consciousness that you can you write different l- lyrics you know so do you feel that all the members in your band uh, share the same uh, sentimentality that you have about the cosmic eye yeah I think they are spiritual yes yeah mm-hmm. they very have centered people centered, I very positive, positive people yeah mm-hmm. By the way, that's Tony Fernandez, the uh, lead singer of Peace Frog, who also I'm going to uh, interview here before we get our our um, our our sound check in. All right, so uh, so I also have a podcast, uh, which you now now realize uh, it's it's also called it, it's called Inspirado Projecto. The idea of being taking the inspiration and then projecting it back out there. So tell us a little bit about what what first inspired you to create Peace Frog, the uh, the, the Doors tribute. 
I think we were talking about it earlier, how I had grown up in a domestic violence house and uh, was watching Apocalypse Now in 1978, 79, Francis Ford Coppola's movie. And I heard the theme song. They had used the end. It starts with the end. And, and then Jim says, Father, yes, son, I want to kill you. And my ears perked up, and I said, that sounds like a great idea. I had no... Can we do that? And that was the beginning of reading No One Here Gets Out Alive, and uh, which was a number one bestseller at the time, nine months and uh, number one. And, and uh, it was questioning of authority. So I ignored my father after hearing that song. And three, I would come home, put the headphones on after school, and ignored him to death. He left the family. Divorced my mother, remarried, no one ever heard from him again. And I heard through the Red Cross that he died in 2004. So I attribute Jim Morrison for helping me stand up to my father, abusive, and saving me from that. Eternally grateful to the doors, all of them, for that. To stand up to authority and question it. All the time. I mean, like, who are you to tell me that? And where did you get that from? And what makes you make, you know, just like, a, like, I think the police have too much. One person like that with a gun is just, I was telling her the other day, hon, remember I was telling you in England, in England, they don't carry guns. And then she said, why would you need one? I said, because we all believe that we should have guns here. But in England, they don't. So, I'm, I mean, I'm sure they bring a baton, don't you think, right? Or some mace. But that's about it. And uh, she was, we were talking about how if we could get to the level of, I, I would say, maturity or spiritual enlightenment where we can police ourselves, like consciously go, hey, everybody get together. Hey, man, that's wrong. Don't call the cops, you know. We've all been in situations like that where, hey, man, that's not cool. And everybody... Why can't we do that in society? We could eliminate the police. We wouldn't need that if we were at that level. That would be the ideal for opening up the cosmic eye, right, hun? Yeah. That would be the most ideal opening of the eye, the third eye, right? Oh, yeah. No more cops. We don't need that. We can handle it. Because all they want, all they come with is force. I should probably get up there for a sound check. Thank you. That's good. Hey, um, and so then, the rest, the other things that I need, you want me to tell me, you want me to tell you what I need in my monitors right now? Okay, I need a uh, lead guitar. Uh, you can bring people on these little hot. Check, 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 check. Uh, bring it back up just a little bit. I need just a little bit of saxophone, Paul, before you drink that. Can you play for me real quick? Check one, two. Right there. I do. Um, Robin Hood. 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 Robin Hood.
Hold on. Ready? Ladies and gentlemen, this is Baba Booey from Yachtly Crew, and you're listening to Inspirado Projecto. Right when that right when that car drove past, too, that was perfect. It added a punctuation mark to it. All right, so all right, so we've met these wonderful people. Right before uh, we're we're at this place, uh, Rock and Riley's, and Yachtly Crew is here. On the legendary Sunset Boulevard. Oh yes. Now I notice you have your your yacht hat here, and this is your second time seeing Yachtly Crew at Viper Room. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> and then the first time, what happened that first time? Well, the first time I I wasn't exactly prepared for the party because I thought I was seeing a Motley Crew cover band, so I wore my Motley Crew shirt. That's great. So I had to buy this hat just to you know. Oh, that's fit great. It. Yeah. Oh yeah. Were you listening to your? Uh, did you? I just imagine you got your your in your Walkman. You're playing your, your so you're all day Pandora. You're listening to Motley Crew. All day you're listening to Motley Crew, expecting to sing some Motley Crew there. Exactly. Spelled with the Oh yes, dude, I love that idea. I love. Oh yeah, we will get Shores tattoos. But please don't tell me I'm the first one because I know we've heard that we've heard that on a couple occasions. And then what's so funny is a couple dozen occasions. What's so funny is like. I wonder, like, I want to be able to step inside their brains at that moment where they realize they're not going to hear any Motley Crue stuff that night. Like, what was that? What was that switch well, no, like when that moment no. occurred? My my girlfriend, who also follows you guys, she was nice enough to tell me while we were here doing a pre-drink. Oh before, God! When she before. saw my shirt, she goes, "Oh God, I forgot to tell you, Mo- it's not a Motley Crue cover band." So then, that, that's the story into how I learned of yacht rock, which isn't the same as seeing you guys live, but. It, it holds me over till I get here. So, so uh, I didn't even know what yacht rock was. So you, okay. <laughs> so when she said it's not a not a Motley Crue cover cover band, I there's that sure. idea because you already kind of had this momentum going in your brain of like a shout at the devil, right? I You're already imagining I like my shirt. She's <laughs> like, no, just go with it. <laughs> so then once you realized, okay, then how did she describe to what we were or what we did? She said it's like um, she's like you've never heard of yacht rock. I'm like no. So she basically said it's like late 80s, early 90s cover music, kind of cover band. So Did she say Steely Dan or, or Christopher Cross or any of those? Hall those Oates or something oh, like yeah? that. Yeah, yeah. And where, do, or are you a fan of Hall and & Oates and that kind of music? Um, <laughs> not really. Not really. Is this your okay? So is this 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 your first time? Oh, that's right. Okay, okay. So your first time was last time. The air conditioning was out. Tonight's better. The air conditioning's working, which is great. Perfect. And then uh, I've heard, I've heard it went down through the grapevine already. And then uh, <laughs> traveled right through that grapevine and landed in your grape juice. It takes a lot, you know. Yeah. It's there. crazy. There's already a line out there. I just can't believe it. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. It's amazing. It's so crazy to see it happen. I. It's like what? It's crazy, like to watch, to watch it grow. Now, um, so you're not a fan of, uh, uh, let's say, uh, Hall and Oates or uh, Steely Dan? Steely Dan, I like Steely Dan. Oh, Steely Dan. Is that Christopher Cross? Yes. Oh, good. Good. Okay, good. You're gonna have a. You're gonna have a fun time tonight. Then, are you? Are you gonna be dancing? Ooh. <laughs> we'll, okay, well, check for later. Check before you see, yeah, you just never know. Once, <laughs> once a music. Get this hat, but. She has not seen oh me yeah! Dance oh, that's great. Oh, that's she great. has not seen me dance before. That the music just moves you. You know what I mean? You just you're. He's a he's a pumpkin head. He's one of those people. He's like smashing pumpkins. Like, oh, smashing like, pumpkins! Yeah, Did you like see him live? Yeah. David Bowie just recently saw them live as well. You're probably standing right next to him. He's on Smashing Pumpkins. Thursday night before him. First night. That's two. Yeah. What was your seat? Do you remember? Row F, section F, row 9, seat 1 and 2. Whoa. What was your seat? What was your seat, David Bowie? Hold on, hold on, hold on. So you guys were probably unknowingly sitting next to each other. Look at that, the wave. Sailing takes me away. Okay, I'm gonna take a picture with all you guys. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's a boomerang, baby, boomerang. I was section 108, front row. So if the stage is here, I was here, 
front row looking oh, wow. straight across, which was nice because normally you can't see over yeah. everyone else's heads. And my wife is really short. So I, and she's the biggest Billy Corgan. Like she used to draw the logo on her hand so when she was a little kid. He's he's a ghoul now, but he's a genius ghoul. He's still a hole. A hole. Oh, okay. I don't know that I would. Well, you know something? I I I I, I, saw I would the, concur fifty percent. <laughs> I That's brilliant. Yeah. I would concur 50%. Yeah. I love it. The agreement's being made. Can I tell you my story about Billy Corgan? Yeah. I swear to God. I lived in Columbia, Missouri, where it's just outside of St. Louis. It's about two hours in the dead center. So here's St. Louis, here's Kansas City. Two hours each way, dead center is Columbia. I went to college there. Saw the Pumpkins play, 93, before Siamese Dream broke. So, we went to the show. My band was the the, the, the local band that played at the big, it was a big venue called the Balloon Out in Columbia. You can look it up. So, we're standing in the alleyway after the show, and we're fighting. Me and the guitar player in my band are fighting. And here's Billy. He comes running out, and they pull up a Hertz rent-a-truck. A yellow rent-a-truck. I kid you not. And they're loading their own gear into the truck. This is before they got big. So then... Right after Gitch. So then, yeah, exactly. So he comes walking between the truck and the alleyway. He comes over, and we're sitting there. And he's like, hey, are you guys okay? And he's super tall, and he's wearing the Superman shirt, right? With the big S on it. <laughs> and we're like, we're fine, we're fine. Great show tonight. Thanks a lot, thanks a lot. And he turned around, he walked away. True story. I watched them load every piece of gear into their own rent-a-truck that they didn't have a van. And I watched them drive away as I'm smoking a split. <laughs> this is 1993, I was 23 years old. But I was a huge fan because I knew Gish. I had I knew Gish from a kid that was from Chicago who was in Florida that crashed on my couch for two weeks in that winter of like ninety. Wow. And he was like, he he knew I liked hard rock. He knew I was like, you're gonna love this shit, dude. And he gave me a tape. It's great. I burned out my Walkman, my Sony Walkman on Gish. And then I made the album. Oh my god, my favorite. But Sammy Dreams is their masterpiece. Hands down. You concur? <laughs> Completely. 50%? 100%. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> Sammy Dreams is better at eight. It's great. It's awesome. Like Melacomy, it was great at the time, but Sammy Dreams just ages so much better. There were, there were a few songs on Melancholy that I was really drawn to, but for the most part, I was like, and you guys over you guys overcompensated. Give me some, give me the good stuff. Every song on Gish is a winner. Yeah. Every song on Siamese is a winner. I was disappointed. A fucking winner. I was disappointed that they didn't play I Am One. <sighs> or Timber Fuck. Those are two songs I was disappointed. Those two songs I was disappointed they didn't play. You know what's crazy about Smashing Pumpkins, and this is just because I was not a pumpkin head, I just basically got kind of pretty much introduced to them, even though I knew the songs back then. Is there like grungy, morbid, like that's like, okay, call it what you want. Hold on, were you a fan? I like What were we going to say about them? Well, what I was going to say is that their music's about love, and it's like positive music. Yeah, but that's true. They have this morbid, like it's just this morbid look, but they're Ooh, just so interesting. Positive. That's that's so interesting. It, it yeah, me out. I didn't even think can about I, that. Can I give you the setup for me, which could be ludicrous, but if you think about it, I was a complete new wave. U2, New Order, The Cure, The Smiths. How about the Church? The Church. I could sing all uh, under the Milky Way. Yeah. Reptile. Oh man, Reptile's a better song than another Milky Way. Any case. So, <laughs> no, no, I'm telling you. I thought I see the church play a time. Is that right? Yeah. You're my hero, man. <laughs> they played LA two years ago. <laughs> I missed it. 
I didn't. Is it the original band from? I mean, yeah, the main. Yeah, the main. Starfish was their best album. So, oh, oh, by the way, on cue, Blue Oyster Cult sounds just like the church, the modern day version of the church. Yeah, this oh, is the vibe, right? Yeah. It's pretty similar. So, going back to my story, real quick. No, just real quick. When yeah. I first got into um, metal. I was I was never a Motley Crue fan, but I knew what they were doing, and I got I was 13. I was a drummer, and I was playing in a Beatles cover band at 13. You were Ringo. I was Ringo. Hello there, Ringo. Hello, Ringo. Hey. Where's George? Where's Paul? <laughs> I'm right over here. Why, hello there, Paul. So in any case, yes. Um, the thing, that, the thing that dropped me through, that drew me through, the, the there's a tearing. You can you can totally see it. I had a girlfriend that was totally into like the Pixies, so I went from the Pixies to Guns N' Roses, and it doesn't fit. I know it doesn't fit the mold, but that album destroyed me because of the harshness of the sound of the guitar. It just blew my fucking mind. I couldn't get enough of it because I'm an old school classic rock kind of Led Zeppelin kind of guy, right? On steroids, these guys tore it up. <laughs> but then in '89, actually in '88, I hurled. Uh, I, I hurled. I I heard Jane's addiction. Uh, yeah, yeah. From here. Yeah. Ooh. I heard Blue Oyster Cult? No, Jane's Addiction. Oh, oh, oh. So then I hear Jane's Addiction with this high-pitched, screamy, whiny voice. And it, it, it tore me apart. So the pumpkins were an easy departure from Jane's because they were more poppy, yet with the same tone. The high-pitched, fucking screeching metal guitar with gish. So I went from Jane's... Uh, from Guns N' Roses to Jane's Addiction to Smashing Pumpkins to Pearl Jam to Stone Temple Pilots and then the rest is history. That's quite a family tree. That's not a bad progression, right? No. And everything in between and then and then and secretly I'm listening to Chardet. <laughs> Swear to God. Chardet with the silent R. <laughs> Missouri for you, Chardonnay. Yeah. By the way, the I'm gonna go. Tonight, I'm gonna go listen to Chardonnay while I'm doing my wash. I'm gonna go up to the washing machine. Are you gonna, are you gonna borrow some eggs too? Oh I'm gonna borrow God. some eggs. Or yeah. Sit on, or sit on the tarlet. Yeah. The tarlet. That's the, the way. Tarlet. That's the way. That's the way my grandmother used to talk that in St. Louis. Really? O I is O I R. Like you know when British when British say. Uh, Where's the tarmac next to the tarlet? Nice. <laughs> Or wait, Noyers. 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 So. <laughs> Hold on, David Bowie. David Bowie. David Bowie in the house. Signing off. We'll leave it up to the professionals. So, uh, do you play instruments? No, I wish. Do you sing in the shower? No. You don't sing? No. no. Any percussion? Shower percussions? I sometimes I'll sing in the car. You sing in the car? To music, you know. But singing in the shower, that's out of the question. The car, though, now there's an idea. Well, what's so great about singing in the car is that... see her singing. Oh, that's good. That's what it is, right. The gesticulations. She's just... radio's on in the car. Yeah, the radio. And you're singing out loud, so you sing over the radio. The cars are designed so you don't hear the engines or anything, so it's like all you hear is your pure voice, right? Ah, there you go. There you go. Do you sing as well? In the shower or in the car. That's great. If I had music on... Now, that'd be a wonderful band. So, okay, so we record your vocals in the shower, and then we record your vocals in the car, and you blend them together. It's like it's like the peanut butter and chocolate of music. I think if you will hear me sing, the ears might bleed. Oh, gotcha. So, nobody wants There's a subgenre for everything these days. I guess so. My favorite genre is ear bleed music. <laughs> he brought his he brought his earplugs too in case oh, you guys yeah. are oh, like good. Good. Just in case you guys are loud. really thrashing through it. I'm going deaf. <laughs> well, let's all let's keep our fingers crossed that if those earplugs do their job, you won't be able to hear a single thing that's being played up on stage. <laughs> 
It's like I go to concerts just pretty much to see what's on stage. Yeah, I don't want to hear a damn thing of what's going on. Yeah, I hope he forget the crowds. Am I right? I hope someone sign language up there. You hope what? So you gotta have a sign language person up there. Okay. Oh yeah, it's gonna be like a mute. Yeah, we're just gonna be like we're just gonna pretend that we're just sighing. Yeah. Yeah, we're just gonna put up just gonna put up the signs like just the lyrics of it. So, um, what's your favorite Yacht Rock song? It's my first time hearing it. What's your, like, do you, out of, like, the old ones, like, do, do you like uh, Africa, for instance? Weezer's cover? Like Toto? <laughs> no, no, I like the Toto. You prefer the, the Weezer I like version? Toto. Weezer sounds just exactly like Toto. There's nothing different from the original. That's true. It That's is true. nothing different. That's true. Okay. I, I like them all. You like them all? What's interesting is that a lot of these musicians are just not out there playing these days. Some of them are, which is great. Like the other the other day, uh, Kenny Loggins, Christopher Cross, and Michael McDonald. A tr- powerful trifecta. How crazy was that? Did At you hear Bulls. about that one? Where was that? Yes. At the Hollywood Bowl. Oh, wow. I didn't Did you imagine that? that, that All them bouncing around, good. singing on each other's music? That must have been cool. That sounds like fun. What was that for? It was, uh, gosh... What do you think would have been a good title for that tour? I don't know. The threesome? I don't know. Yeah. The tsunami threesome coming your way. Because the Yacht Rock threesome. I mean, who would have thought that something like this would be now evolving right here in front of everybody's eyes again? Yeah, you guys, you have your own Pandora station. Well, now there's also, uh, it's right, yeah. I mean, there's the Yacht Rock radio station. There's now, uh, I don't know if it's Guitar Hero or if it's uh, Rock Band, but they're doing a Yacht Rock themed one. Did you hear about that? I know, that's cool. Oh my God. That's cool. It's crazy because in the commercial, like Baby Come Back is on it, Africa's on it. How crazy is that? A whole new generation is being. I had this vision today that, I had this vision today that the world would be tuned back into like, okay, I had this idea that elevator music and soft, soft jazz would become the mainstream. I had this big time blast in my brain and Yacht Rock is moving towards that direction. I'm just getting this feeling. I'm just getting this weird feeling. for Yacht Rock. Like, Yacht Rock seems a little more uppity than that. Like, Well, I have a feeling it's as people continue to just play with that, that direction and keep moving in that direction, I just have a feeling that, whoa, it's going to get to, like, just... They're going to call it... I just have this feeling it's going to be called, like, Relax Rock. Relax Rock, where it's just like, oh, just take it smooth. Huh? I don't think that'll be as exciting. I have, a, I have this weird feeling there's going to be this weird, like, like this, like... Subgenre that's going to peek their way in there and go, pay attention to me. And before you know it, it's just going to be leisure rock. Oh, that's what they'll call it, leisure rock. Leisure rock. That's a good one. But will you still be allowed to perform at Viper? Well, I'm not saying we're going to go in that direction, (laughs) which would be hilarious if it was just sleepy rock. Okay, you all got your pajamas on out there? You got those funny hats like uh, Ichabod Crane would wear? All right, good. All right, everyone, put on your slippers. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, it's just that it's just vibraphones, just really smooth. You know, I hope everyone's got their pillows. We got pillows for sale in the merch booth. Oh my god, we got pillows and blankets for sale in the merch booth. But I imagine that this is a, this is something that the world is moving towards. We'll see. This is a prediction that's that's been going boop, 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 right here lately, and I, I think it, it might move in that direction. But for now, Yacht Rock is here, and it's unstoppable. Exactly. So it starts with a hat. Next thing you know, you're going to be wearing fins. You just watch. You're going to be like a Yacht Rock mermaid. What do you think that you're going to dress up as? Maybe maybe like a, a, a miniature boat? You come in with it just... A miniature boat? Maybe. I might be interested. Maybe. I do like my space, so... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know. Maybe a shirt that's got tentacles on it. So you'd be like a kraken. You're the kraken of the of the Viper room. Might be my Halloween outfit. <laughs> I think you should put one of those like lifesavers over your. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Over my face. Oh no. yeah. Yeah. No. Wear a lifesaver. What? Yeah. Just wear it around his waist. A lifesaver around his neck, maybe. Around his neck, maybe. Yeah. Around my neck. Yeah. <laughs> that's brilliant. It's only a matter of time. Only a matter of time. So the show starts at eleven. What time? Oh, jeez. Yeah. 
Looks like well, 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 well. We might only have it. You're on that viper room time. That's right. All right, I think I'm gonna have to eat some of these. Okay. Thank you for being on the podcast. With all you guys. Oh yes, absolutely. What do you have an Instagram that people can find you at? Do yeah. What is your Instagram if you feel comfortable letting folks know? The Nikki Ann. Can you spell it out for us, please? T H E N I K K I A N N. Perfect. For the for the spelling bee champions in the house. Now, what do you have a, an Instagram or a, a band page or a private? Yeah. Private. Boy, you know, I bet you there'd be a lot of people who'd want to buy that Instagram name. At private. I bet people are knocking down your door to get that one. All right, well, you heard it here first, folks. Uh, next time you, you hear this, it might be after the show. What are your thoughts about that, Polly? Bing, bong, bong. Mental podcast. The, yeah, the, the, uh, the, only, the, only, the only monumental podcast of Yali Creator. Now... Uh, and and what is your name? My name is Kelly Anderson. Now, Kelly, how'd you hear about Yachtly Crew? Um, I've been a fan of Yacht Rock for a really long time, and my uh, sister and I have been following several Yacht Rock bands. Um, there was one that's not so great called... Um, Yacht the, Rock Review? No, uh... uh <laughs> I'm sorry. You're gonna have to pause. No, that's okay. That's okay. Yachty by nature. You're Yachty by nature. Yachty by nature. Yachty by nature. There was a guy walking on the street. Yeah. So Yachty by nature was it, it was cool. It was cool. Yeah. But when we heard about Yachty Crew, we were all in. Um, I went to see them for the first time in Orange County at the House of Blues. Fell oh. in love. Anaheim. Uh, Anaheim. Oh, cool. And then I saw them on my birthday in wow. Ventura. At, wow. What was that bowling alley? Wait, did we? Discovery. Discovery. Oh, that, ah, that was that an was, amazing and, and show. And Billy Ocean came and sang to me. What's the oh. song from uh, Fast Times at Richmond High? Somebody's Baby. Yes, he came and sang right oh, to me. It oh, that's great. Amazing. Oh, that's great. And then she now, must be somebody's baby. She got to be somebody's baby. Cause she's alright. So then, uh, and so we heard they were playing the Viper Room, and we had to come. We brought a gaggle of friends with legendary us. Legendary Sunset Strip tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We have our good friend, Miss River Kelly. Phoenix, who died Kelly. here. <laughs> <laughs> 20 years ago. Oh, I'm party down. That's going to get edited out. <laughs> and now Yacht Rock Way to go. emerges from the ashes <laughs> and it's fiery Phoenix water beast. <laughs> the fiery water beast. Um, the Phoenix <laughs> rises from the, the ashes. Rises. David. Yeah, I know you <laughs> <laughs> Why, hello there. Hey, Ooh, I love that river Phoenix. Oh my God, it makes so much sense. It makes so much sense now. The river Phoenix. The river Yali Crew is the, the River Phoenix. Oh. Oh, he rises from the ashes. Dude! Yes. The Phoenix rises from the ashes on the Sunset Strip on Goal. Friday, September 7th, <laughs> 2019. But wait, the river runs into the bay, which runs into the ocean, oh, which the guy. yacht sets sail upon. Oh, boy. That's oh, even Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> The Time Machine Love Cruise. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And guess what? We're playing at the Viper Room, and there are a lot of water snakes. <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that. And this is a, a friendly personal reminder not to collect wild snakes and harbor them in your terrarium at oh, home. They are known to eat. And eat ma- heartily. <laughs> But you can harbor them in your harbor. Watch out for leeches. I don't know. Ooh, watch out for leeches and legions of leeches. Am I right? <laughs> that's what I say. That's what I live by, and that's my mantra. I'm just repeating your mantra. I'm such a copycat. Meow, meow, meow. Leeches, leeches. Leeches, legions of leeches. I'm not going to perpetuate this musical venture. He's a poet, and I just copy it on the on the copy machine. And you know it. I just throw it on the Xerox. Is this Inspirato Projecto? It is. Ecto. Ah, hello, Ecto. Uh, all of you in Radio Land. This is uh, Polly Shores and Stony Shores and Booby Booby Baba Booby here to let you know that we are 
on Inspirado Projecto Special Edition. And they have legions and catalogs of music. That Ooh, they, catalogs indeed. They absolutely do. Oh, and yeah. they perform them so amazingly. They give a good show. They, they do the wonderful crotch shot light from oh, on right. top of the speaker. It's, it's one of our specialities. Yes. Yes. The crotch shot. The crotch light. shot. Yeah. Various versions of them. Mm-hmm. And who's the uh, saxophone player? That would be me, Polly Shores. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> Polly shit. You're talking to Polly shit. Polly Shores. You're talking to the, in the, shed the legend of, himself. Yes, uh, legend of klutziness. From no, but you were great about stealing that spotlight, and it goes right on you, and you you take the, the show every time. You know, the, the guitar is just going to be second fiddle to the saxophone. It's my mission to make the saxophone the new yeah. rock and roll instrument. Well, it is. It right? is the, the soul of Yacht Rock, right? the saxophone. Yeah. Yes. As they say, the devil came down from Yacht Rock. George? Yes, Yacht Rock. That's right. That's what the yeah. devil came down He's from. He's the second fiddle. Yes. <laughs> how, many, how many keys do you have on the saxophone? Oh, 30, how many? 32. That's really impressive. It also takes a lot of Breath. Yes. Hot air. <laughs> a lot of hot air, I've been told. You know what? You have been in a hot air balloon in a past life, I can already tell. Um, no, I'm, I'm, a, I'm deathly afraid of heights. I have severe vertigo. That's why. I do, too. Yeah, I'm... Uh-oh. Like, Uh-oh. I'm 5 foot 11. I have severe little... no, I, I, will, I will trip over nothing. Yeah. Like a penny. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm 5 foot 11, and looking down thoughts. at the ground looks really like I'm, I'm getting like, dizzy well, right now. Yeah. yeah. You two are so much taller than you realize. How long have you been playing saxophone? Ooh, that's good. Uh, let's see, 32 minus Terra Carry the 3 uh, times 300 to the nth power. Oh, yes, it is. Uh, is there anything hello. you want to promote right are now? Are you here for Yacht Rock? Do you, are you in a band? Are you in a, are you an artist? Who, I want to promote Upmost Skateboarding Co. Shout out to Snob. Shout out to everybody. This is Blunt Roach. Appreciate everybody. Is that your Instagram? That is my sponsor. Upmost downtown. How do people find you? How do people find you? Oh, uh, you can find me on Instagram at uh, Josiah the King, twenty three. Uh, can you spell that, please? J O S I H T H E K I N G twenty three. Thank you. A lot of my listeners uh, are spelling bee enthusiasts. Shout out to the spelling bee enthusiasts. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I love you guys. Oh yeah. You guys. You guys are smart, influential human beings, and oh. I appreciate you guys. So oh, you. thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Your words are are acrobatic. I hope you like that. Thank you for the words, acrobat. Oh. And what and what would you like to uh, promote here? Anything. Everything. Say, well, I'm a music producer, so uh, Rich on the Beat is the name. Rich on the Beat. Rich on the Beat. Rich on the Beat. Hashtag. Oh, he's so rich today. So, uh, <laughs> oh, he's so rich. So, yeah, oh, he's so rich today. Um, uh, my Instagram will be rich on the B24. There you go. And do they spell that out or do they write that out in numbers? Uh, it's rich on the B24, so it's pretty much how it's, how it sounds and how it's spelled. Two four. Very good, very good. And who are some of your favorite artists you've worked with? Well, I haven't worked with no major artists, but I work with the local LA artists. Uh, him by any chance? <laughs> Just He's actually about to be one of my artists, really. Uh-huh. Little See? does he know. Peanut butter and the, and the chocolate. Oh, that's right. Reese's peanut butter cup right. here. One day. So you're. So he's your producer, your future producer. That's you know right. that. This is my coworker. Coworker. And I, I look forward to doing music with him in the future. Absolutely. Oh. You're smoking a very girly cigarette right I, now. I, I, they call it a spinner. In I my really life. don't care because honestly, I'm really finna stop smoking. I, I love smoking weed, but <laughs> just smoking a cigarette just because I'm bored of shit and been drinking, fuck it. And you're on Sunset Boulevard, so yeah. why? <laughs> and I'm American. So, you know, and I'm American. I might just smoke it, you know? This man's wearing an American flag if you could see him right now. He's just completely draped in it. So, he's, you could, there's no God doubt about his Americanness. God bless America. America. Land that I love. Stand beside her. And guide her. Oh my gosh, that was so patriotic. That's beautiful. Rule right. with an iron fist. Kaepernick right. rocks. I was just a. Yeah, right? Right? <laughs>
That could be the name of the album, you guys. The Patriotic. Oh, this is great. Get this. This oh, yeah. is part the debate. A debate. Oh yes. I'm the trying out to, but I'm just for what he did. I mean, I'm not going to respect your Nike. What he's doing. I support it. Trump, you know what? I'm a Trump fan, though. I am. Nike, Nike is a, a Greek god. Above and beyond anything else, Nike is a Greek god. We got we to gotta get changed this into our superhero costumes. Oh, we do. Damn it. Let's do it. We got to turn, turn from uh, Peter Parker and Clark Kent. I, really to to I want to yacht rock the fuck out tonight. Good. Seriously, I got my captain's hat. I'm ready. Oh, good. Let's do it. Are you going to be near the front? I'm front row. Are you going to catch Philly Ocean when he decides to body surf on you? I love it when he comes to me. He's like eye level. He's a little shorter than me. Okay. Just oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Real quick, yeah. Throw it right in there. You guys, pleasure meeting you. Have a thanks for promoting yourself. All right, we got a skedaddle. We got a skedaddle. You do. It's okay. It's okay. We're in the band. We're in the band. You're in the band. You're in the band. I'm just, I'm just pretending to be in the band. Guys, show me your bullshit. Oh, not you and you. I'm. I'm just a clone of my former self. <laughs> oh, Inspirato Projecto. Start changing. Oh, yes, I shall. Inspirato Projecto. Inspirato Projecto. Inspirato Projecto. Thank you. You're welcome. Inspirato Projecto. All right, folks. More later. So what, what do you feel is really worrying down on you in terms of the, uh, the labor that you've put into today? Um, I'm just, I think honestly because I did like almost a four mile run Oof. And, uh, and then jumped around for two and a half hours on stage, I'm just physically exhausted. You know? Four hour run? No, four We're, mile run. Oh, four mile. Um, it was about 35, 40 minutes. Do you try to... Turn right. Mm. Let's see. Do, do you have a specific regime that you do each Regiment? day? Regimen. Regimen, yeah. Um, I, uh, yeah, well, when I go to the gym, I have a specific workout that I do, but I vary it. I change it up a little bit here and there. But when I run, I usually run a similar route every time around my neighborhood. I like running outdoors. How often do you find yourself alternating your your path? <laughs> You're recording me. <laughs> yes. You're so discreet about it's it. It's right. It's right. Oh, this is going to be fun for you to listen back to because you're, you're very drunk. Um, uh, I try to vary it once every couple of weeks. Well, look at Of course, there's this is us. And you were on this show. Yeah, that was fun. I mean, this is brilliant. That was amazing. I did not expect this billboard would be here. Would be here. So. It's a sign. How long? It's literally. <laughs> is this? Truly is. Um, how long was your scene, would you say? I was like three, four minutes, maybe. Three minutes? Was it uh, in a location that you recognized in the show that you watched? Yeah, I Let's see how I put it. Was it a? Because your scene was a. Was it a coffee shop? Yeah. So was that coffee shop a specific coffee shop that they visited within This Is Us? It was only for that one episode. That they they went to a coffee shop specifically they'd never been to, and would probably never go back to again. Why would they not go back to it? It's central to the plot of that episode. But basically, Kate and Toby found out they were pregnant. Kate was really um, worried about the pregnancy because she feels like everything goes wrong in her life. And she was worried that the pregnancy was going to fail. So she didn't want to tell anybody. And then Toby talked her into it. And she agreed to let him tell people that they were pregnant. But the only way she would do it is if they went to a coffee shop where they didn't know anybody. Zero point one miles. Keep left. And so he did. Uh, and, and so uh, did your character seem to know 
Secrets. No, I didn't know Secrets. Um, but he came up to me, Toby that is, came up to me in the scene and asked if I would play a special song for him so he could like sing to his pregnant girlfriend. It, keep, what immediately pops in my brain is that, um, especially from editing wedding videos, um, spots where significant life choices um, happen, those tend to be revisited later in life. Yeah. Do you feel that your coffee shop could possibly be revisited uh, as a, a it's joke? possible, but like it's that. unlikely because later in season two in This Is Us, uh, Kate does in fact lose the baby. So I doubt that she would ever want to go back to that coffee shop. <laughs> Is there a chance that your character would just strangely uh, pop up? I doubt it. Somewhere else. I doubt it. I, my sense is that it's probably, you know, my character was a very specific function of the story, as is often the case, um, and that's totally fine. Um, but yeah, it's it's probably pretty unlikely that my character would be brought back. What do, what did you like most about your character in that scene? Uh, what did I like most? Um, yeah, what was the the most like like the I mean point I I I loved list. you know the character is fairly again he's very he, my character serves a purpose which is to forward the story of the main characters um so uh I loved loved working on that set and being in the scene with them it was amazing um the set was maybe one of my favorite experiences ever as an actor because it was so collaborative and it was so um this thing is just going um it, it was so collaborative and it was so much like a family and a feeling of community and um they were they wel like welcomed me into it it was really incredible so so I'm getting the idea that uh, every, you know, kind of everyone involved with the, with the set reflected the sentiments that you feel when you watch the TV show. Yes. Yep. You you kind of got the sense as to why it's such a special show, even behind the scenes. That uh, that's fantastic. Yeah. That's a rarity does seem that way, yeah. So it felt like these people really, truly cared and um, oh, yeah. appreciated the poetic nature of everything that was going into it? Yep. Wow. That's great. Yep. Everyone seemed like they were on the same page. Same vibration, as Kurt would put it. <laughs> yes. Now, were you able to talk and hang out with, uh, during lunchtime or anything otherwise with some of the uh, characters that you closely vibrated with that you felt in association Yeah, I with. talked with um, I talked with both Kate and um, oh, her name's Chrissy in real life and um, and uh, and Sullivan, Mr. Sullivan uh, I talked to both of them extensively so So did you uh later come across any of these people yeah I've run into I've run into um, uh, Sully a couple times um, which is cool what was the first um, but they were both at Chateau Marmont for like big industry parties and he was there so and did you did they uh, <laughs> did you remind them yeah of anything oh yeah he remembered he yeah. did mm -hmm. Yeah, and then there was another instance. Was uh, were any of those same people at the other instance where you did your karaoke? Um, yeah. So I, yeah, but I didn't actually. So I ran into Justin Hartley, who plays Kevin at karaoke, 
one night, and that was random. I wasn't actually on set with him, though. He, he wasn't in my scene. Um, but he knew the scene because he had seen the cut of the show with me in it. And, uh, and he remembered me from that, which was pretty cool. Yeah, that was a neat, that was a cool night. What song did you sing? <sighs> um, now I lay me down to sleep. No, um, I sang Somebody to Love by Queen. You know. Yeah. You remember. But these people don't know. And then what happened then? Who are these people? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's are we live right now? <laughs> they might be. What, uh, so you sang, uh, some, somebody love. And then, uh, what was the circumstance like? I was on a date. It sounded magical to me when you explained it. Was it was a great date. I was on a date. <laughs> And uh, we wound up at this karaoke bar, and 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 Justin Hartley and his fiance happened to uh, happened to be there. And you sang to them. Yeah, well, I sang to the whole place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "What the hell?" And then you reminded them, and then well, at some point, you were able to let them know that hey, we work together. Yeah. Well, I was chatting with Justin afterwards. And we were talking about singing and acting. He's like, what do you do? Is this what you do? Do you sing? I was like, it's one of the things that I do. He's like, this is, you're great. He's like, and I was like, but I'm an actor too. And he's like, no, really? You're an actor too? And I was like, yeah, I was just on your show. And he was like, you're kidding. And then he stopped and he looked at me intently for a moment. And then he said, oh my God, you were the barista. And he, Whoa. Like, and he recognized me from that. And I was like, wow. Yeah. I was like, totally. This is what so. I live for. It was very cool. Thank you for relaying Just that message. Just synchronicities to the mysities. No, yeah. 